Welcome to The Connectors, a podcast about the people who are building and managing innovative ecosystems worldwide. The exponential growth and demand for innovation from all kinds of players in the global tech world has created new and diverse versions of ecosystems. On the podcast, we will interview different ecosystem managers to learn about their work, find out how they measure their impact, and their ways to generate value for the different stakeholders they work with. We'll explore how they maximize collaborations and hear about their challenges through stories from their day-to-day life. And of course, some insights for the future. My name is Inbal Perlman. I'm the community manager of Google for Startups Campus in Israel. And with me is Nitsan Gal, CEO and co-founder of Click. We're recording from Google for Startups Campus, Google's home for early stage startups. Campus offers startups the opportunity to gain access to Google products, connections, and best practices, along with an amazing community of founders to help them grow their startup. Hi, Nitsan. Hi, Inval. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing, girl? I'm great. <laughs> I had a little, I, like, what's up, girl? Yeah, I had a good week. What about you? Really nice. I'm super excited to have our guest today. We have Romy Davidor joining us. How are you, Romy? I'm doing great. Um, so for those of you who don't know Romy and haven't seen her in some miraculous way, because uh, I think her beautiful long hair is all over social media lately, I've been seeing it quite often. She's a director of Catalyst IL, a community of innovation managers in Israel. And she's here to share some stories about this incredible ecosystem of innovation managers and Israeli innovation in general, specifically through the government and the entire ecosystem around it. So we're going to start. Let's start by just sharing your background and what did you do until Catalyst? Uh, so first of all, hi, very happy to be here. I'll be honest and say this is my first podcast, so feeling lucky. So I'm 28, I'm Tel Avivian. I always start with my background because it matters. So I have a BA in both sustainability and government and foreign affairs. Today, I'm the director of Catalyst IL under the Israel Innovation Institute, which is a nonprofit organization, partly co-venture with the Ministry of Economy. And before I was snatched to the Israel Innovation Institute, I worked as a consultant at BDO Consultancy Group, specializing in corporate social uh, responsibility. So I kind of did the shift from hardcore sustainability to innovation, which for me is a very natural shift. And a lot of this kind of two fields are becoming more and more connected these days. So this is kind of my background. For the people who don't know yet, what is Catalyst IL? Can you share a little more information? Yeah, sure. So Catalyst IL was founded in 2018, November 2018. So it's about a year and a bit. And actually, before I talk about Catalyst AI, I really think it's important to take a kind of step back and talk about the Israel Innovation Institute. So the Israel Innovation Institute was founded in 2012 with a very clear vision and mission to make sure that Israelis here in Israel actually benefit from the technology and the great minds that we have in Israel. We operate in four major kind of life-changing fields, uh, which is smart transportation, advanced agriculture, learning education, and the fourth one is digital health. And it's really making sure that Israel becomes kind of a living lab for technology. So the private sector and with an emphasis on the public sector will become kind of a living lab for innovation. So more and more organizations in Israel can adapt 
to a more innovative era and actually kind of implement innovation inside. It's uh, an organization for all chief innovation officers in Israel. It's talking about the management of innovation and the mythologies and the knowledge sharing and the success stories and the failure stories, uh, not in a cliche way, but in a really honest way. And one of the things that we realized, and we're doing an amazing job and oh my God, and we're like working with everybody, with the government, without the government and with the entire actually public and uh, sector. And one thing that we realized around 2018 is that if we want to increase the innovation that is actually implemented in the public sector and the services for the welfare of all of us, there's kind of two problems that we really need to address. So the first one is that large organizations have a true difficulty producing and implementing innovation. And I'm going to let it sink because people think that maybe implementing innovation is really easy. But I can say honestly that even organizations from the private sector, you know, Facebook, Google, yes, where we sit, it's super challenging. So this is one problem that we understood. And the second one is that large organizations have trouble working actually with local startups which is also kind of a thing that people think that it's really easy. A startup really wants to work and collaborate with these huge corporates and it's really easy, but no, it's like bridging two different languages. And these two problems was kind of the starting point of Catalyst IL. We understood that if we want to continue our mission, which is promoting innovation inside the public sector, we need to kind of create the fifth community under the Israel Innovation Institute. And this is Catalyst IL. How many chief innovation officers are currently within the <laughs> group, the community? I have a couple of numbers in my head when, I, when I'm asked that question, because once again, it's a number that nobody actually knows to kind of pinpoint on it. But I would say that there's no more than 300 innovation managers in Israel. And we can also debate on that because people would like the following, the follow up question would be, how do you know which one is the chief innovation officer? And this is kind of the evolution of this new job that we have in the market, because a lot of the chief innovation officers today it's actually doubled with another thing. It's with digital, it can be with bizdev, it can be with marketing. And this is very confusing. Not a lot of chief innovation officers are solely only that. So around 300 today in Israel. And what is it that you guys do with them? So you say you're running basically a community of innovation uh, managers. Today, Catalyst IL focuses on kind of two main verticals. First of all, we have the annual course, the Chief Innovation Management course, which is um, a very kind of serious three months course. It begins always uh, November, right after the holidays. We really cherry pick around 35 Chief Innovation Officers that it's their actual job and train them. So this is the course. We have Catalyst class, which is a master class, which is every single month there is a different master class and it's open only for the innovation managers to create this intimacy, to create this kind of very open and honest conversation. And it's always about their kind of challenge that they have. And it can be from different things. In March, we have a Catalyst class on storytelling because promoting the idea of innovation is also very difficult. So how do you convey your message in a very kind of special way? And we have quarterly meetup, which that enables the entire community, which is around 1,500 already, people to just come together. Of course, there's a strategy behind it and a reason to each one of these activities, but this is kind of the main things that Catalyst uh, does. 
who are the other players in this ecosystem rather than only the innovation managers themselves? I guess you're connecting them with other people and you have the government inside. Like, can you share more about managing the different stakeholders around your community? Yeah, sure. So the different stakeholders that you kind of have to walk a very thin line is the different consultancy offices and uh, groups in Catalyst because, you know, I kind of bring them the chance to have a stage in front of the chief innovation officers. So it doesn't matter if it's like a big uh, company that we all know, one of the big four, the big fives, and also freelancers. This is a very kind of prominent group that I work with because they are the ones who are bringing the knowledge. They are the ones who are bringing the mythologies. And it's very important to me to have a huge variety of different kind of uh, perspectives of innovation management. And another group is, of course, chief innovation officers that might have kind of, I won't say competing, but kind of, you know, if they come from companies that are a bit competing to one another, that could be also a thing. But the thing that I have in mind all the time, which is probably going to be one of the questions, like what is the vision behind it or what, what do you wake up in the morning is that making sure that the value proposition to each of my stakeholders is right in front of me every single day. And I make sure that all the activities answer a true value to each of the groups that are in Catalyst IL. Can you share what they are? So for the innovation managers, it's very clear. They want to have as much knowledge, as much connections to other innovation officers. In the beginning, as I said, I thought it would be the most amazing thing to connect innovation managers to consultants. And I thought it's going to be like an amazing thing, like, you know, other communities connect money or VCs or angels with startups. And I thought it's going to be kind of the same thing. Well, it wasn't. They don't want to be connected to consultancies. They want to be connected to their peers. And this is the main thing that I have in mind, how to make more and more collaborations inside the community with innovation managers. And this is their true value for them. For all the consultancies that are in Catalyst IL, which is over like 90 people that are, they call themselves, so this is uh, what they do. They're, they um, help organizations manage innovation. And it doesn't matter from, uh, you know, uh, Different techniques, um, innovation, it's called innovation, uh, you know, running race or innovation whiteboard or innovation white canvas or whatever. And for them, it's amazing because, you know, they're customers, you know, all these innovation managers. So they're clear customers to them. And of course, they really want to share their knowledge and profession with the community. More and more startups are actually in the community and startups that have a platform to manage the funnel of innovation inside the company. So there's a few of them, but I can see this as a trend. People understand that as more companies need to manage innovation, they want to create a tool, a working tool for the innovation manager. And that is actually the entire funnel. So we have also them inside the community. These are kind of the three main entities, I would say. I like the fact that you're dealing with trust because I think that's... I don't know if it's the biggest, but it's one of the roles that ecosystem managers have when building their ecosystem. I'm not sure everybody understands that. Understand that a big part of what they're doing is, is based on trust and then they can achieve all the other connections and, and value that they can create for the ecosystem. So that's great. I have to ask you because you have so much knowledge and you're bringing so many insights to the table. How do you see the role of an ecosystem manager? Because it seems like you have, you have it going 
in a great way and you understand what to do, but then what are the skill set and where did you learn them? Oh, skill sets. <laughs> I thought about this a lot because uh, I just came back last uh, week from uh, Bucharest. I was doing there a couple of uh, sessions and one of them was with uh, young professionals and students about the future of work and the future of uh, academia. And it's a, it's a subject that is really close to my heart. I don't know why, but it just became one. And I was talking to them, like, how do they see it? You know, gaining education, gaining skills to this new kind of changing world that we live in. And I also said something that they didn't really like to hear. And I said, our degrees are probably great for getting your first job. And this is kind of your first kind of entry. But we live in an era of lifelong learning. And you can dismiss it. This is the era that we live in. And people should not mistake and think that today's academic uh, or academia can provide you the entire skill set that you need for today. And I'm going to put it on the table because I understood that in order to learn all these different things that I do today, and it doesn't matter if it's social media or being really good at talking to different people or understanding how to do these collaborations, I need to ask a lot of questions. And I think it's also something great. Ask questions. If you don't know something, ask. Google is great. You can Google today anything. But ask colleagues, ask friends. You know, we were talking about trust. Yeah, trust another colleague of yours or trust another friends of yours and ask them. Like, I'm really good at writing, but like, do you know when is like the best time to post something or what is your kind of do's and don'ts about, you know, having kind of response from the people that you manage kind of online and they have a lot of information for you. So just ask. And this is something that I really believe in. Like there's a lot of professional and really brilliant minds walking around all of us. Ask people. It's, it sounds really simple, but I really believe in it. And also be all the time, I call it like on the, we're always on the go. And it doesn't matter all the go drinking coffee, on the go managing, you know, social media, on the go learning something, on the go listening to a podcast. Be really eager to learn more. I have a list of things that I'm not good at or I think I should be better at. And it doesn't matter if it's like knowing more about the stocks or knowing more about, you know, coding. And it's written there. And I think to myself, which of the people can help me in like what? It's something that I decided to do this year and just kind of take a small deep dives into things that I'm not aware of, not great at, didn't learn them. So This is something I do. And honestly, the things that I do today, I didn't learn them. I think it, being a consultant as my first job really kind of made me who I am today. Uh, my perspective on life, my perspective on creating true value in a very small time, that really made me who I am as kind of a professional. But all the things that I do today were on the go, as I said. You just mentioned something super interesting, which is about the, the things that you want to get better at. And mm -hmm. I think we all ha have those pieces of knowledge or just general fields that we always want to improve in. And like you said, being a part of, let's say, an ecosystem also that allows you to ask questions and constantly grow on these moments. Where today, if we go back to, to your day-to-day, -day, do you see your, your biggest challenge or one of the main challenges? Because we... We do, in the end of the day, know that there's a lot of things that you are kind of creating that are haven't been here before. Uh, and yeah, it's it's all made up. Catalyst is all made up. There's no such thing around the world. It's all like this. Really? Yeah. There's no such community in the world that um, is actually around a professional new job that has been created around the world in the past kind of. I would say 10 years, but I would lie. It's it was It's in the market, like truly in the market for the past, I don't know, five, six years. 
yeah, there's no such thing. <laughs> wow. So then what are the main challenges? Like we learned until now from you a lot of the things that you did and you hacked in your community, but what do you still see as things that you want to solve? Creating continuous value is a challenge for all ecosystem and community managers. It's an expectation. Even if it's not kind of written, it's an expectation. We are expected or I'm expected in my eyes to create I wouldn't say 24-hour kind of thing, but yeah, I'm expected to create uh, ongoing, never-ending value. So this is a challenge of itself to always kind of make things new, understand like what is going to be kind of the next trend, what is going to be the next um, agenda, what is going to be the next kind of thing that they would want to hear. It's a challenge of itself, creating endless value. The second challenge I have for this upcoming year or kind of ahead of me I think it's um, because I'm not funded by any kind of actually other partner. It's the sustainability of Catalyst IL. It's making sure that it's sustainable. It's making sure that it has um, the funding that it needs to grow, to become larger, to become professional all the time. So it's kind of the funding issue or I don't know how uh, what I call it. And the third, the third thing that I think I have in mind is a lot of people ask me, okay, when are you going global? Or what about all these chief innovation officers around the world? They should have Catalyst IL too. And I said, I know, <laughs> I know they should. And this is something that I'm trying to hack right now, how to make Catalyst IL global today. Uh, it's a community that is talking, learning in Hebrew, uh, which is also kind of different from other communities in Israel and also kind of uh, also under the Israel Innovation Institute, which is in English or half and half. Everything is in Hebrew. And it was a decision that I made in the beginning because we are in Israel working in Hebrew, working with each other. And this is why it has to be uh, kind of in our mother tongue language. But um, this is what I'm hacking right now. These are the three kind of main missions that I have in front of me. I have so many questions because <laughs> um, you described three different challenges. The first one that you talked about is value. So we we had a short chat right before we put the mic on. It was about being able to look at your work and measuring it and saying, okay, I'm creating value. How are you actually in the day-to-day -day measuring the amount of value that you're doing? And I, we talked about KPIs a little bit, but again, yeah. with the fluff and with all the, you know, the big words around it, how does that come into place? I have a monthly, I am also the psychologist uh, of all the chief innovation officers in Israel. It's a really tough job. When do you job. have time? Well, I mean, it's out, it's out. Do you have a, the clinic open? Yeah, the clinic is open. Um, it's a really hard job. People think it's the most sexy job uh, in the industry. It is, but it's really, really tough. Being the psychologist. <laughs> <laughs> no, being the chief innovation officers. And then I'm um, the one that has to kind of, you know, like a sponge kind of suck it all Take in. Take it but, all in, yeah. Yeah, but... Um, I have this Excel with a list of all the pain points of chief innovation officers. I have a list. Of each one? No, I do an integration. Like I write it all. I finish kind of a meeting with somebody. They tell me like what they did, what are their challenges, you know, kind of a monthly, weekly, whatever. Each one of them kind of wants to have um, kind of a meeting with me. And I said, what will be the subjects that will be talked about in the different sessions? As I said, right in the beginning, I'm not the one to know. They know what they need. So I might as well just kind of listen to them. So I have the list of all the pain points and all the big challenges of them. And I do this integration work once a month that I take all the, the whining and then the bickering of each one of them. And I kind of um, take out all the subjects that I find that they have in common. 
these are the subjects that are taught and brought to the table in the activity of Catalyst AL. I don't make up the subjects. I don't think to myself in my nice office that we work, what we should talk about. No, they know what they want. I just listen, I take it, and I make sure that I bring it to the table with the most professional person or somebody uh, to talk to them about it and teach it. With this kind of system, I know that I create value because I don't make up the subjects for them. All the Catalyst IL kind of master classes and events are usually sold out 48 hours because it's talking straight to their heart and straight to their pain points. And this is why they come. This is why they engage. So this is kind of the way I know I create value, at least with the subjects that I bring to the table. And I will also be honest and say measuring my work is also very difficult. Measuring today's work, uh, a community manager's job or an ecosystem manager, it's difficult because there's a lot of different interventions inside. I think you should make sure that you know what you actually want to achieve. First of all, what do you want to achieve? What is your goal? And don't make it yearly. Everything changes really fast. Don't make it yearly. Make it, I don't know, quarterly, make it half yearly, whatever. If you have three things that you know that you want to achieve, it will be easy for you to know, did I do it or did I not? And, you know, we're talking about honesty. We're talking about trust. Yeah, be honest with yourself. So I don't have a KPI, you know, like a, a number, a percentage other than the connections that I decided that is something that is very important to me to measure. Other than that, I always ask actually the community members, am I creating value to you? Was this like event valuable to you. And there's no activity of Catalyst IL, which um, person that was kind of engaged doesn't receive a three question, like a questionnaire at the end. I believe in three and like less is more kind of thing. Did you enjoy? This is the first question that I ask. You know, did you enjoy? Did you have fun? Like, can we, can we be not professional all the time and just say, did you have fun? Was this nice to you? The second thing is, did you meet a valuable professional inside the group? Did you find somebody that you can tomorrow morning interact with, ask a question about, collaborate? And the third thing is, do you have an idea or do you have something that you would want to talk about or as a professional yourself or something that you want to bring up to the table? These are the three questions um, that we are running with um, this entire year. And um, this is also kind of a mirroring for me to understand creating value or not. Can you share one of the wins that you had as for these collaborations that you're creating? I have, uh, I have one, uh, just an example that popped uh, kind of in my head. A German company that I was, uh, I was in Berlin, um, I don't remember when, but <laughs> this past year, and he walked up to me and he was actually in the AgTech field and uh, I was introducing our AgTech community there. And he was kind of the one that is responsible for R&D and innovation. And I remembered a startup from Growing IL that has to do something with the same area. And I found myself representing Growing IL uh, in Berlin and like in Germany, connecting the innovation from there to a local Israeli startup here. So this is kind of something that I had in mind. And I think um, I'm feeling very kind of proud mother whenever uh, I know that there was a collaboration or a professional meeting between two chief innovation officers. I hear more and more of them meeting, like without me on their own doing their thing. And they always say, Romy, it's because you created 
this opportunity for us to meet. You created this kind of space for us to actually talk to each other and bring up our different challenges and they meet. And this is something I'm always super, super excited and happy to hear. Where do you see the role going? I think we we talked a lot about the past and the initial mapping and your day to day. But just like you mentioned, globally, there are still not, you know, the Japanese uh, catalyst or the Chinese. I think they're dealing with some other stuff right now as we're dealing with the corona. Nobody has the time to think about the innovation managers in, uh, in China. Where do you see the role going? Ecosystem manager in Israel, globally? Yeah, it's a tough question. <laughs> we didn't say it was going to be easy. Yeah, no, you know, I love, we were, we yeah. were, this, this was going to be... No, I love tough questions. As I said before, in an honest way, innovation usually fails. You should just understand it. People should just understand that innovation usually fails. I think we're uh, kind of in a era that people understand that innovation is not the confetti. It's not the fun. It's not the hackathons and the, you know, it's that too. And, it, and it's great. And, and innovation can be um, PR and innovation can also be kind of the branding of the company. It's fine but it's not the deep innovation that we are looking for. And I think this is a time that people understand that innovation used to be a nice to have. Innovation used to be, as I said, something for branding, for PR, something kind of to uh, do your great uh, yearly video for the company and oh my God. And no, innovation today is a must. Innovation today cannot be something that is not connected to your ROI and it cannot be not connected to R&D and to marketing and to HR because innovation is not just this great technology. Innovation today is a new process, is a new market entry. Innovation today is understanding your value proposition to your customers and maybe your customers are now the millennials or maybe your customers today are, you know, people in kind of the three generation and you have to understand what that means. So it's a very confusing time for innovation management because it used to be something and it's now becoming a more in-depth kind of role with more challenges because it's difficult because a lot of companies don't know is innovation part of R&D, is innovation part of BizDev, is the innovation connected to, not connected, it's in evolution and it's okay. And we have to kind of look at it and don't try to make it kind of into a different kind of boxes and arrange it. For me, it would be to see how I can create more kind of knowledge from companies outside of Israel, bridging into innovation challenges here in Israel. If I could have, you know, the VP innovation of, I don't know, Daimler, uh, Mercedes, or a huge uh, Walmart or whatever, bring knowledge to how to manage innovation here in Israel, in global or not global companies, it would be a very nice step forward. But I also have to be honest with the market that I, or the ecosystem that I operate in, which is in a huge change. I love hearing you talk about your community <laughs> and the role that they're doing. You're, you're literally promoting their job. So I think that's great and it says a lot about you as a community manager. I learned a lot and I wanted to say thank you so much for coming. Yeah, it was a pleasure, girl. Thank you very <laughs> much. Super interesting. And thank you, Inbal, for being a, my great host again. Thank you, Nitsan. <laughs> okay, goodbye. Thank Have you. Have a wonderful day.